Love you, Jesus. Yeah, praise Him. Man, God is so good. I feel the presence of the Lord even now. Um, e- even before we begin, let's just posture our heart. Man, we just love you, Jesus, desperately in need of you. Uh, now more than ever, Jesus, you are everything. Everything. Thank you, Lord. So again, this is just something that uh, I have believe for years and just even now um, just known to be true and even now the Lord is just continuing to um, bring it up even more and I just I just in the midst of all the chatter and all the noise and, and, and all the things I just really feel like sometimes it's good to just have encouragement and reassurance but then too to understand rightly you know we can pluck scripture out of the Bible and um, you know, say it and declare it all we want, but often in Scripture there's an if or a then or a, um, if you will, and there's like um, protocol for possessing promises. You, you know, the Lord is very uh, specific. You know, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven, heal their land. So there, there's often these uh, prerequisites in the Bible, and, and this is one I'm seeing all over social media. Many of us are quoting it. Many of us are reading it. But I love the uh, amplified version here, and so I'm going to use it uh, here in this moment. And I love all versions. You, you know, I'm not uh, particular to one. I probably use NKJV more than any other, but, you know, I'll go KJV. I'll go NLT. I, I'm, I, I love them all. You know, I think they all bring a – perspective and I think you know looking back on the original language is always the best bet anyway but I love the amplified here and and it's Psalms 91 which I know many of us are probably reading and declaring um, all the time but I just want to look at something because I feel like we can decree and declare it um, but not realize that there's a procedure to possessing the promise of Psalms 91 and so we'll start in verse 1 I'm not going to go through the full thing I'm probably going to um down to uh, verse 7, uh, probably go to verse 7. So verse 1 says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. So this is shed, setting the context for everything he's about to say after this. It sets the entire context. So without this part, nothing else is accessible. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. So I, again, I love the Amplified here because there's a little nugget that if you're not stable and fixed, if you're not stable, if you're double-minded, if your soul is in turmoil, if you're in anxiety, it's a good indicator you're not dwelling in the secret place. Um, so again, what is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High? It is not a 10-minute devotional with the Lord. Um, It it is a life lived out of and from intimacy with Jesus, like significant time with the Lord. Many of us enjoy movies. I myself, I don't see anything wrong with certain movies. Um, you, You know, and I'll watch, spend two hours real easy, real quick with my kids watching a movie. But if we're honest, the Lord sometimes gets the short end of the stick you know he gets the short end of the stick 
and it's not to be so. Um, it is just, it's not to be so. And so <clears throat> we must dwell, live in, and remain in the secret place of the Most High. This is of utmost importance. And, and in the coming days and even now and as things progress, it's literally going to be a mandatory. It's going to be um, your only life source. You know, he who abides in me can, uh, he who abides in me will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And this word of the Lord will become more and more evident and more and more true as time goes on. He then says, you will remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. That word Almighty is the El Shaddai. It is the all-providing, all-sufficient, everything you need, everything you ever want, meeting every need, no lack God. That's what that word means, El Shaddai. All-sufficient, all-providing, you don't need to look anywhere else. God will provide absolutely everything for you. It's that God. So literally, when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, it gives you, it, you remain under the shadow, the covering of the all-sufficient, all-providing, everything you need, God. So I have no need to... To panic if the shelves are empty, I have no need to panic for uh, whatever reason, uh, food, toilet paper, whatever. Um, I know that if I'm dwelling, I remain under the shadow of the God that provides every single thing that I need. Then it goes on to say this, after that, after the prerequisite of dwelling, of living this as a lifestyle, not I got scared and I went and got on my face for 10 minutes one day and then I just do whatever I want the rest of the time, but a dwelling, a living in the secret place. Then it says, for I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, on him I lean and rely and in him I confidently trust. So the prerequisite of dwelling in the secret place with God and then... And then I must also, by faith, belief, trust, rely that God is my refuge and my port, fortress. That not only do I dwell with him, but I actually believe that he is my only hope. I don't have a plan B. I don't, I, I don't look anywhere else, but that I am assured. I have reliance upon his nature and his protection. I lean and rely. Yeah, die to self. You're so right, Rachel. We die to ourself. And I rely solely upon the person of Jesus Christ. I dwell with him and I am Jesus said, my words they are spirit and they are life. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds has proceeded is proceeding and will proceed from the mouth of God. That means like my life, my sustenance, my trust and hope is on his voice of what he said already and promised in his word in his leading now in this moment, uh, day by day, he is a living God. He, he is not a dumb deaf idol. He has a voice that speaks. He has ears that hear. And if you'll turn to him and, and dwell in him and rely on him, there are some promises for you that are so important in this hour. And I'm going to go on and, and read it now. It says, for then, man, we have to see this, for then. So that means until uh, I have dwelled in the secret place of the Most High, and until I have said of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, on Him I lean and rely, and in Him I confidently trust. Until that point, everything else I'm about to read is not for me. 
So you can decree and declare and check your, the Christian box and say, you know, well, I believe that Jesus is the Messiah. That's okay. The demons believe and tremble. Uh, that's why James said, you know, show you, I'll show you my, or you show me your faith. I'll show you my works. It looks like something. Salvation looks like something. Trusting in God looks like something. Dwelling in the secret place looks like something. It's a walking out every single day. Uh, uh, and, and it says, and then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then it says, then he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. So then once I dwell and I trust and have faith and actually believe that uh, what I define faith as this, uh, God is who he says he is, will do what he says he'll do, and his way is the only way. So having faith in God, again, is not just merely believing that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. It's believing that he is who he says he is, does what he says he'll do, and that his way is the only way. He's both Savior and Lord. And so any other way is error. Um, Humility is utter dependence upon God. Humility is, I cannot do this on my own. Jeremiah said, it is not for man to know his way, but the Lord must tell us. I'm paraphrasing here, but that's what he says. The Lord must tell us. He must show us trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. It's, it's literally humility says, God, I am not smart enough. I am not wise enough. I am not righteous enough to lead my own life. I am in desperate need of your word and trusting in what you say is right. And then he goes on to say, uh, his wings shall trust. You shall trust and find refuge. His truth is faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slanders of the wicked that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. It's super interesting, especially right here, if you've listened to the media and even what Trump said, he said, we're fighting an invisible enemy. <laughs> it's literally a pestilence that hides in darkness, something that's hidden that you can't see. But God promises you protection from it, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprises and lay waste at new day. A thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Now, beloved, I would love to tell you that this promise is for everybody that declares it, but it is not. You cannot pluck this scripture out and decree it and declare it and say, well, I said it, so therefore it is. No, you must meet the prerequisites that are in the word to obtain the promises, to dwell in the secret place of the Most High daily in there. Like this is your life source apart from me. You can do nothing, not a lip service. Oh, I'm a believer. No, an actual living out and walking out of an intimate knowing relationship with Jesus Christ. You must also trust and believe. And, uh, you know, there's been a whole lot and I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not, I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to uh, condemn anyone. That's not what this is. 
Uh, repentance is beautiful too. So if you feel convicted, like awesome, repentance is great. It is the message of Jesus Christ. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, but, you know, there's been a whole lot of doubt and fear wrapped up as wisdom. And the Lord said to me, he said, uh, wisdom from above will never make my word void. Wisdom from above will never make my word void. Uh, wisdom of the world is carnal and sensual, meaning it is uh, it is moved and um, by emotion. It is it is from how you feel in the moment. But wisdom from heaven, James says, is not hypocritical. So Jesus is no hypocrite. He'll he'll never give you wisdom that will give you permission to not obey the written word of the living God. And so um, for me and my house, you, you know, we're going to dwell as our only hope. Nothing changed from coronavirus to now. Nothing changed uh, because we were dwelling and living. And, and this is not all oh, we're amazing and, and pat on our own back. It's just the truth that this is what the word says. But the amazing thing is God is no respecter of persons. And you can be invited into this in the same protection that is offered for those who are dwelling and those who believe is offered for you. And you can literally have assured reliance that even if you've come in contact with someone with pestilence, even if there's pestilence stalking in the darkness, a hidden, uh, a hidden invisible enemy, you can, if you meet the prerequisites of the word of God, you, you come under the, the shed blood of Jesus Christ and you make the Jesus your Lord and Savior and you commit your life to him, not in lip service, but in dwelling in the secret place in the Most High every day and trusting in his word above your own opinions, above the media, above even some uh, voices in the kingdom of God um, that are wrapping up doubt as wisdom. And again, I'm not pointing fingers, but doubt and fear wrapped up as wisdom. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Uh, but really believe the word of God. Where else can we go? His words are spirit and life. You know, Jesus said, drink my flesh, eat my blood. It offended a whole lot of people. They disappeared. And then Peter spoke up and said, Lord, where else are we going to go? You have the words of life. He is the resurrection and the life. He he has everything already mapped out. Divine protection is very real, and it's very accessible if we'll meet the prerequisites of dwelling with God in real intimacy and adhering, relying, and trusting on him. So I want to encourage you today. You can have assurance of divine protection. You can have it. You can have boldness and faith and not fear. And again, we're not condoning of. Uh, you know, tempting God, like don't go lick the floor of the airport and be like, well, Psalms 91, brother, you know, that's foolishness. But at the same time, I'm not going to be shaken in unway. I actually believe God just some, we have a saying in our community. Why don't you just go ahead and, and believe God? Why don't you just believe the Lord that what he said is true? I believe this word over any other report. And so I want to encourage you. There is divine protection. If you're just joining us, I encourage you to go back and, and read this word. I, I'm going to go ahead and transition uh, into the part about 2020. There were so many words, and this is going to be short and quick. There were so many words coming out leading into 2020, how 2020 was going to be a year of 2020 vision, you know, that we were going to be able to see clearly. And I believe by the spirit of the living God that is coming to pass right now, it's just not what we thought it would be. Um, God is making clear things very, very, very quickly. Um, and, and I know that there are, uh, 
you know, Sunday service, church as usual, all the things have been, for the most part, shut down. Uh, and God is giving us a clear vision. God is, uh, 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 is allowing us to really take an inventory inside of ourselves to say, what do we believe? There has been a false gospel message that is um, protruded in the nation of America um, that makes the gospel about what you can get and experiencing everything that God has for you and obtaining it and getting and winning uh, all the stuff that God has for for us, and I, I believe in that. I just, I just spoke on uh, He who dwells. This divine protection is us. It's accessible by God. But the gospel of Jesus Christ is not self-seeking. It is self-sacrificial. The gospel of Jesus Christ is not out to win the American dream. The gospel of Jesus Christ is this: He who wishes to keep his life will lose it, but he who loses his life will gain it, that I would pick up my cross, deny myself, and follow Jesus. It is time in this hour to open our mouths and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the answer. I, I want you to think about this. Those of you that have been tested in your faith, in your struggle, in, the, in, 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 in fear and anxiety has tried to come on you, but yet you have the blessed hope of eternal salvation in Jesus Christ. I want you to think about every person that does not have that hope and the spirit of fear and the spirit of anxiety and the spirit of depression has tried to come upon them and they don't have the hope what about them why don't we take our eyes off myself why don't we why don't we take our eyes off of ourself and put it on others why don't we do less self-preservation and more gospel presentation why don't we take this opportunity to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and bring back the centrality of the cross, the centrality of eternity, that there is an eternal judgment coming. There is an eternal, now I'm telling you, people are thinking about what happens if I die. They're thinking this, this pestilence that's stalking in darkness, it's knocking on the door. That People are thinking about these things. This is a time to bring back the centrality of eternal judgment the resurrection of the dead and salvation through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. The harvest is white. I want to encourage every one of you, be bold. Be bold. Obey the word of God. Be led by the spirit of the living God. You have, if you have received the Holy Spirit, you have everything you need to preach the gospel. You don't need another person to lay hands on you. I believe in impartation. We practice it. I believe in the laying on of hands. We practice it. But listen, if you've been baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, you have been empowered to be a witness. And this is the hour for the church to arise and shine. Though darkness is covering the earth, there is a light inside of believers that is burning bright, pointing to the only hope that any of us have, the shed blood of the Lamb, the spotless Lamb of God. God is pure purifying his bride and it is the hour to preach the gospel i want to encourage you let's let's get 2020 vision ignore the distractions of what's going on and let's get clear vision and bring this thing back to the kingdom of jesus christ the gospel message of jesus uh and lastly i want to share a warning dream that i had uh, i was in the dream and uh and I, this is a warning to the body of christ uh, I, I felt for me also and to many leaders, especially in the body of Christ, this is a warning from the Lord. Uh, God still does that. Uh, if you didn't know, it's all in the Bible. Uh, but in the dream, I was debating 
with a, I was debating with a, uh, a, a another pastor uh, who I know and who I know stands kind of contrary to maybe where I stand in this whole thing. And uh, I was debating him, but I was not debating him about whether churches should be open or closed or many of the things that are bringing divisiveness right now. Uh, I was not debating to him about that. What I was debating to, to him about was that we need to adhere to the word of God, especially in the area of gossip right now. Uh, let me tell you, it is 100% unbiblical to put your mouth on another leader, especially to, uh, to the people of his community, just because maybe they land somewhere different from you. You know, if you've got an issue, the Bible is very clear with another believer. Uh, you need to reach out to those people yourself and not make passive-aggressive posts on Facebook um, addressing it and, and trying to make some general correction and, and all that. But literally pick up the phone or we have Messenger, you know, reach out. You have an issue with somebody, why don't you reach out to them? I'm telling you the Lord is warning the church right now. Stop it. Stop it. God is moving and making things clear, but we cannot do this. There is protocol in Scripture. And I'm telling you, God is done. We've got to obey the word of the living God and, and, and do this thing, like you said, really preferring each other's. And that means making room for those who are a little bit more zealous and making room for those who have a little bit more doubt and invite them into our faith, not crack them over the head with our faith. We've got to stop this um, putting our mouths on on the sons and daughters of God. It's a warning, I'm telling you. And literally, um, in the dream, there was a giant standing behind this other pastor telling him what to say and telling him what to go. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness uh, in the heavenly place. You've got to understand, this isn't just logical thoughts and people having ideas that we're fighting against. There's a real antichrist spirit that is active in the world, and then the Holy Spirit is active leading. And there are um, opposing ideas being presented all throughout the world right now. And so realize that some people, unfortunately, are falling victim to those voices. And what that can do, if we understand this, is it can allow us to have compassion for them. It can allow us to pray against the thing behind them and not necessarily attack and bring division and angst and ought against our brother. And we can walk in forgiveness while at the same time not giving place to false doctrine, false spirits and teachings, but love our brothers and sisters. Yeah, come on. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. So anyway, I hope this um, blesses you. I hope it lands with you. Um, Lord, I pray that we would dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I pray that we would remember those who are or, uh, widows right now. You know, there's elderly out there. Nobody's taking care of them. They're widows. They need, they need the saints. This is true religion. You want to follow Jesus, let's find out where the widows are in our community. Um, and, and go help them, maybe go to the grocery store for them, M maybe let our faith look like something. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, remember the orphans, those who don't have anybody, and keep yourself unpolluted from the world. This is true religion. So, God, I pray that, that we would stay holy and pure before you, preferring each other and not gossiping and not, not putting our mouths on your sons and daughters. God, I pray for, for this right now. Give us wisdom and strength divine protection, a hunger for the secret place, to divide your word rightly in this hour, and to let our light so shine. Let us see clearly in Jesus' name. 
I love you all. God bless you. Please feel free to uh, share this as you feel led. Uh, we love you guys. God bless you.